I'm Michelle White, bringing you seven years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioral and psychological aspects of gut disorders. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. If your symptoms are a result of a stressful event, or if your symptoms now cause you some form of distress, then you're in the right place. Thought processes, emotions and behaviours can all exacerbate symptoms, which is the very thing you don't want, so I'm here to help you change that. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook and post your comments and questions there to engage me in conversation. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the podcast. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside program is for you in the Sydney Clinic or via Skype. If not, you can purchase the Happy Inside iPhone app, and if you already own it, don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store. All these details can be found at happyinside.com.au. So today is the 1st of February 2018 and it means that the Australian Open has not long finished one of the major um, tennis tournaments. And now one of the Australian players, uh, Bernard Tomic, has since appeared on this uh, TV show, it may be on in other parts of the world, but it's called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And the concept of this show is that 10 celebrity contestants are chosen to live in an African jungle and they're put through grueling kind of games, eating really disgusting things, which give them access to food, real food, and other necessities. Now, they can't take any items from their daily life, or they call it contraband, um, into the jungle with them. So they spend most of their time together in this little camp. So they've got no phones, no technology, no books or board games or anything else that can entertain or distract them or even numb them. But after just 48 hours, Bernard Tomic put his hand up and said, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and exited the show. In interviews, he reported that without his phone and an ability to engage in activities that kept him busy, He was left with his own mind and he began to experience depression. Now, given this was a TV show, it gained a lot of media attention over the next day or two, but I think the real point of what happened was missed and that's what I want to talk about today, stillness. What stillness means, what it looks and feels like, the epidemic of avoidance and distraction And also what happens when you create stillness in your life. Now, this is my concern about Bernard's decision to leave. His reaction to slowing down and being alone with his thoughts is actually a mirror to the current experience of anxiety in society. In that moment, when he started to feel discomfort, he ran when discomfort arises, this is the moment to stay. This is the moment to draw on your courage and wait. This is the moment to listen to what's there. And this is the moment that amazing things happen, but only if you stay. 
Now, when you do slow down, in fact, when you stop and don't like what's there, you're in big trouble. If you're anxiously keeping yourself busy and distracted to avoid what's in the silence, you've put yourself in a precarious position. Your truth is in that silence and you'll only find your freedom in that truth. Now I feel for Bernard. He was born in a generation that doesn't stop or value stopping or even learnt the skills to stop. But when things got tough and really he was only getting a whiff of it, he missed an incredible opportunity to see what was underneath. That depression he reported is offering critical information that he missed. It's saying to him, Bernard, something is out of balance here. What is it you find so hard to sit with? Let us attend to this together. I'll show you if you just sit with me and listen. Holistic psychiatrist Dr. Kelly Brogan says this of depression. What if we ask why depression is happening? What if we personalize it in a different way? Not blaming a given individual's broken brain and faulty genes, but by empowering them to explore its roots and to reunite with their symptoms as a messenger, not an enemy. The smoke alarm, not the smoke. I love this. I see the truth of this over and over. I've recognized it in my own life and I see it in clients' lives. A symptom is a message. When we sprain our ankle, our pain receptors flare up. The sight swells to immobilize us and prevent further injury. And the same happens when emotions arise. It's a representation of our thought processes. If at the first sign of discomfort you reach for your phone or turn on the TV or open the fridge, it's no different to forcing yourself to walk on a freshly sprained and swollen ankle. Nothing's going to get better that way. Now, when I see people with gut symptoms, it's because they either developed from a stressful event that's unresolved or their symptoms now cause them some form of distress. And it's our work together to listen to the body, just like that swollen ankle, and to hear its message. Now, commonly, the first hurdle is quite an unhealthy relationship with the digestive system, a me and them attitude. It should be functioning like this. It's betraying me. Why won't it do what it's meant to do? But once clients improve their relationship and come to understand this really crucial factor, that their gut is dependent on them for the environment that they create for it. And that goes for you. Your gut, your body is dependent on you for the environment that you create for it. Only then can you open a space to clearly see what that environment is. Maybe unresolved grief or anger, ruminating thoughts, a misalignment of your values an operating rhythm that activates the stress response day after day. Each of you are unique, and it's only through listening to the message of your body that you'll see the truth that lies within it. 
So what does stillness mean? I'm talking about stillness of the body, the mind and heart. Not engaging any one of those in external stimuli. It's a coming within and being with what's there. It might just be sitting. But no books, no phones, no TVs. Just sitting. Maybe it's a walk in a quiet place. By yourself. No headphones. Maybe it's meditation or yoga. But I can guarantee you this. When you first attempt to find stillness, it won't look or feel like stillness at all. It'll sound so busy and it'll feel like a whirlwind. Why? If you're so used to this go, 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 you won't have realized yet how active your mind is because you haven't slowed down. But when you really stop, this level of activity in your mind smacks you in the face over and over. It's alarming and brutal at the same time. It's also the main reason why people abandon a new meditation practice. And usually that's because they've not received formal training and support. Now, it's important to know that whatever's going on in the mind will be felt in the body. So this is where we welcome the emotional roller coaster or the stress or the tension. But if you can give yourself time to slow down and not engage in judgment or criticism and stories about what's happening in your mind, then it will slow down. It's important. Actually, it's crucial to see how your mind habitually responds. If there's criticism or anger or blame, then you can bet your bottom dollar that these thoughts happen regularly. And here's the clincher. You don't even notice because you're so busy staying busy or distracted because let's face it, discomfort feels uncomfortable. Now, technology allows me to make these podcasts for you and I'm grateful for that. But overall, it's declining our health and well-being. It's the main contributor in our inability to be still. And with technology continuing to advance with more and more apps becoming available, it's imperative that we take active steps to be comfortable and content when it's not there. And when we do create this stillness, it's our own personal sanctuary. It's a feeling of bliss. It's a relief and a place we have access to and can visit as often as we like. Stillness brings us into presence with ourselves so we can hear what's happening within. And if we do that consistently and with purpose and with gentleness and kindness, there's no room for chronic illness. There's a quietness in our minds that translates into the body. And we can begin to bring this into our daily lives to take our sanctuary with us instead of needing to abandon the world to go there. So no more running. No running to Netflix and Facebook and phones and 60-hour work weeks. This has to stop or your body will find a way to stop you and that can be guaranteed. So guarantee yourself something better. To hear and understand your truth the preciousness that's at the core of you 
And in that place, you'll find freedom. I'm Michelle White. Happiness starts on the inside. So join me on the next episode for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.